is Friday night. Game four is in the books. And it's just about the same result, man. Denver Nuggets dominating the Miami Heat, especially in the fourth quarter. 108 to 95. They won by 15 in game three. They win by 13 in game four. And boy, oh boy, for the Denver Nuggets, man, lots of heroes to go around. How about Aaron Gordon, 27 and 6? Nikola Jokic, the Joker, once again, brilliant, man, 23 and 10. But Jamal Murray's 15 and 12. And Bruce Brown's 21 points off the bench. And that was all she wrote, man. This thing's going back to Denver, to Mile High. And Al, I told you, they're going to be smoking on that heat pack come Monday night because this Denver team, they're just too good. So let's lock in, man. This is the official post-game show. Call us up, 657-383-1509, which it takes on the game. The NBA report, man. Post-game live. CP the franchise. Al Chitaros on the ones and twos. My guy KG in the chat says one, two, three, Cancun. Mm. Oh, Miami's a nice place to, to vacation. You don't got to leave. You don't got to <laughs> leave. You know? South Beach is nice. Step outside to the backyard. These guys probably got nice backyards, you know, palm trees, pools, and stuff. Yeah, I don't think they don't have to pay money to go to Cancun. They could just stay yeah. right at home. Yeah. Um, You know, JC was on earlier. You and JC picked the heat on this one. Yep. I just, I just felt like the 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 Nuggets just create too many advantages, man. There's just you can't. There's too many holes to plug, right? Okay, you try to take away uh, Jokic and Murray in the two man game. It's Aaron Gordon tonight. It's Mm -hmm. Bruce Brown off the bench. You want to take the ball out of Jamal Murray's hands? He did an excellent job as a facilitator. 12 assists tonight for Jamal Murray. And remember in game three, in a game three post-game show, he had the 10 assists. He had seven turnovers, but I still liked the way he was facilitating out there. I still liked the reads that he was making. I just thought Miami Mm -hmm. just did a better job of of turning turning him over. Tonight, zero turnovers for Jamal Murray. So even when they tried to trap or blitz him on the pick and roll to take the ball out of his hands, he was patient. He was surgical. And he was just deliberate, man, as a floor general. And so that's what I mean by, you know, there's so many ways for them to beat you because even though you may consider him the head of the snake with 15 points, 12 assists tonight, he wasn't a shooter tonight. He was the floor general. But then Aaron Gordon was dominant tonight, need I dare I say. Because dominant in his role in that whenever he saw that smaller guy on him, he owned that mm-hmm. matchup. You had you had no answers for him. He knocked down a couple of threes. Three or four from downtown. Yep. And then Bruce Brown, man. Three or five from downtown. 21 points, eight for 11. So it was Christian Brown in game three. It's his brother, Bruce Brown, in game four. Look, man, this is a good... You know, this was a slugfest early on in the first quarter. Yeah. You didn't know which t- it could have gone either way. By by with Miami with yeah. uh, Denver, it was a close match. It was twenty one twenty Miami leading, but Denver was able to grind this one out. Even when you got all the way down to the fourth quarter with Nikola Jokic in foul trouble, right? He has five fouls yeah. with about ten nine to ten minutes to go. Mike Malone staying confident in the group of Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon. 
Bruce Brown, Jeff Green, uh, Aaron Gordon. That's to have to go small ball, be confident to maintain what they had at the time a ten point lead and still have nine. Yeah, keep nine points. That's that's impressive, man. That just tells you about this team and how they're. It was a good team effort. Yeah, I I did not expect. Uh, to be honest, watching this game as the way it unfolded, I know Murray was facilitating well, but I thought they were going to need more out of him offensively because he only had six points in the first half with the four assists. So I said, you know, they're going to need more out of him. He comes through just being a facilitator, but you got to say thank you, Aaron Gordon. Thank you, Bruce Brown, because these guys were damn near perfect to, to edge this one out. And it also helped that before half, you know, Miami had five turnovers. They end the yeah. game with – they were actually uncharacteristically uh, sloppy with the basketball tonight. They had yeah. 15 turnovers in total. Not something that you see for the Miami Heat team. But to the, for, for, for the Nuggets, they were able to keep their composure. You had all guys stepping up to play their roles well. And Miami just being uncharacteristic with their turnovers. You didn't get anything out of Gabe Vincent. Uh, Duncan Robinson seems like he was about to try to help pull this one out again. Jimmy Butler, you know, went nine for 17, got you 25 points. But once again, when you need your star to really show up, just feel like he didn't show up, man. Bam showed up. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't feel like Jimmy showed up tonight though. Uh, you know, Jimmy had his moments, especially in the first half. I I thought he, he did a good job taking what the defense gave him. He was, he was very aggressive uh, you know, he likes the right that right side of the court. He did a good job there scoring a couple of points off the glass, um, knocked down a couple of threes. But I thought it was really the second half. He just it, it just wasn't the same aggressiveness. I didn't feel like they went to him as much, particularly in the third quarter. In the fourth, he tried to get things going, but it was really the first half where you really felt his presence. But it, it just didn't carry over into the second half. And he played he played 45 minutes tonight. So we did think, we did expect both he and Bam to uh, increase their minutes usage tonight. Bam, 44. Jimmy, 45. Uh, 25 for Jimmy, 7 assists, 7 boards. 9-17 from the field. I mean, Bam again, 20 points, 11 rebounds. Like, this could very well be their ceiling, their peak. It's just not good enough. Right. They they came no. out with they played physical. They played hard. The refs tried to give them the game. Scott Foster, they tried to give them the game. They the let, extender. The extender, as they call him. Right. They 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 allowed them to play. They allowed them to be physical with Denver. Kyle Lowry was I thought he was great in this game. Oh, Kyle Lowry was phenomenal in this game. The Denver vet. I mean, the, the Heat vets really try to carry this thing between yep. Butler, Bam, Lowry and and uh, and Kevin Love, yep. They tried to carry this team. They had to, mm-hmm. but I th- it's just not good enough. You know, I I really think it's just not good enough to knock this Denver team out, man. You saw these guys walking back to the locker room just now. I think it's a deflated bunch. Yes, they did come back from uh, from being down. I mean, I mean, yes, they did. Uh, they they went three up on on Boston, and then they had to survive that. But you know, the, this Denver team—they're just—they're too good, man. They're they're overwhelmingly good right now for Miami. I just don't think Miami can can handle it. CP, we always, you know, when we talked about the Knicks and Heat series, where we went back and forth between you, JD, and myself, when we go back between 
players, coaching. When you have a team like the Nuggets where you have both, when you have both, that is Nirvana. Truly yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. Because you just see that even th- this was all too much isolation for the Denver Nuggets at points throughout this game. Yeah, yeah. But still, they know how to get back into a set that they want to see, right? You see Nikola Jokic driving. You find Michael Porter Jr. cutting baseline. Jamal Murray did that uh, earlier in the game. They just have a way with knowing how to utilize their two top guys to attract the defense, and then they just know how to make the right read. It's funny that they both did the exact same thing. They drive right down the middle past the free throw line, both do a jump pass to find Michael Porter Jr. And when you have guys like that, it's just tough to beat, especially when, look, let's just call what it is, man. Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, are they – is their Cinderella story over? Because these guys didn't show up. You got two points out of Gabe Vincent tonight. Yeah. All right. You saw that Spocher went with him to guard uh, Jamal Murray. He did a good job defensively, but yeah. you need Gabe Vincent offensively as well. And that's why they were so successful. And then Caleb Martin, five for 12. Yeah. That's not bad. He got you 11 points, got you five rebounds, yeah. one for two from downtown. But in 33 minutes, when we've seen him do a lot more, it just seems like the Cinderella story for the Miami Heat is coming to an end, especially when you're not getting a lot of production out of your bench players. We talked yeah. about with Jay Crossover today, even Max Struess, zero for zero four points today, for Struess. That's big. Nothing. That's, That's big. Huge. And and again, how about this, bro? Remember, I said the three point shooting. They need to be on point. Everything has to go right for this Heat team. Three point shooting, thirty two percent. Right, and what was it in the last game? About thirty-three percent. Yep. You 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 can't keep up with this team. You you can't keep up with them if you're not hitting your threes, and that's on Vincent, and that's on Struess. And for three straight games, they've been they've been pretty bad. They've yep. been pretty bad. Um, it, well, Struess Struess did pick things up in game two. So rather two straight games, two straight games, they've been uh, they've been pretty bad, and they haven't been able to shoot the ball. And this was game three. Miami shot 31%. So they shot 31% in game three and and 32% in game four. You're not going to be able to win that way, bro. Not not Mm. against this team. And look, uh, you know, your stars are your constants for the most part in which Jokic and Murray have been, in which Jimmy and Bam have been. But role players are going to come and go. Christian Brown, the star of game three. He couldn't expect it to replicate that in game four. I thought I thought he was almost overwhelmed by the moment in game yeah. four. But Aaron Gordon once again steps up, has an even better game. Yeah. And then Bruce Brown, who was quiet pretty much the entire series, explodes in the fourth quarter. You just can't call it. But if a good the good thing for Denver is that those two guys pick things up for Murray's lack of scoring. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. He chipped in with eleven. I thought Porter Jr. was was aggressive. Missed a lot of bunnies, but I thought he still was aggressive. And mm-hmm. KCP, he really didn't get any shots. He knocked down a three late in the game, so his seven points. So you know, Brown and and Gordon really picked it up for the non Jokic Nuggets. For for sure, especially when you have Jamal Murray only getting you fifteen points. You need someone else to contribute. If it's if you're only getting 15 points out of Jamal Murray and 12 assists, like that's that's a nice game, like balance wise, but yeah. that's not winning you a series, you know, for for this. But 
to get 27 out of Aaron Gordon, 11 for 15 from the field, three for four, hit three for four from downtown. When you're getting that from Aaron Gordon, yeah. it's like I, I thought for a second this might have been a waste of an Aaron Gordon game yeah. uh, throughout for, for parts of this, uh, this game tonight. And then eight for 11 for Bruce Brown. I mean, you had two guys who were just hyper efficient tonight. Um, but then on top of that, CP, you know, we talk about shooting the three ball nuggets were able to win with like 29% the last game in game three, yeah. they shot 50% tonight, 50. uh, conversely to the 32% and they took 28 three pointers, uh, compared to the Miami's 25, 25, but they hit 14 yeah. when Miami could only hit eight. That's yeah. going to be a big difference too. spacing the floor, getting guys out of there. You can switch up the zone. If they're hit, if you're knocking your threes, that's why for this team, for the nuggets to be specific, the they're getting key contributions. And what's even more shocking is that we always talk about role players being able to dominate or not dominate, but perform at home. And you're not getting that tonight. Really? From three, three of the yeah. key guys that got it's you big. here. It's big. It, this is, this is, there's no way you could tell me going to Denver. These, these guys are going to show up. Uh, Denver is prime to close this out in five games. Yeah. I look, I, there's got to be a point where this team is gassed, man. There's got to be a point where this team is 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 gassed. Uh, whether it's Butler, Bam having to battle Jokic for this entire series, the role players, the emotional toil that that they went through in the Boston series. Uh, there's got to be a point where they have nothing left in the tank. That's just what it seems like to me. I mean, um, they got is one. Possible. They got one key solution, CP. Yeah. Tyler Hero. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he ain't coming back. Hero ain't coming back, man. They are not coming back. Uh, shout out to Zao Martinez. He says the best adjustment was going small to defend Miami in the middle of the fourth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that to me, when Jokic goes out and and here's the play. What what did you what did you think about the Jokic play? Uh the, the Jokic call here when he picks up his fifth foul, 924 left in the fourth. And Scott Foster called. I thought Bam flopped, man. You can't call Jokic's fifth with 9.24 left in the fourth quarter. You can't call that, man. That was was, an abysmal call. That's why he's called the extender, CP. He was trying to give Miami the runway to go away with it. And then, look, let's let's not forget the other one that goes right after that. It's the foul on Jamal. They call on Jamal Murray when Jimmy Butler initiates contact. Runs right through his chest, yeah. finished the layup for the N one. That was another bad call. And I'm like, really? Like these calls late in the game are that this was is so such questionable, an extender man. call. I'm man. happy. I'm happy that Denver was able to overcome this. This is where, you know, we we get on the rest like ah oh, the inconsistency, all that type of stuff. But if you got yeah. talent and if you can stay poised and just execute. You can win, man. You can beat the refs. This yeah. is what Denver's showing you. That's right. So. With at, at that point, it's 9-24. It's a 10-point lead. And I thought that could have been the turning point of the game in terms of getting the Heat this victory. But they couldn't capitalize, bro. They could not capitalize on that at all because Jokic comes back with four and change left. And it's a nine-point lead. So give credit to the Nuggets, one, for hanging in there, and two... Uh, for being able to maintain that lead. The Heat were unable to capitalize when Jokic went out at that 9-24. You had Duncan Robinson missing a three. You had um, uh, Bruce Brown getting a key block there. A travel mm-hmm. call on, on Duncan Robinson. 
you know, they just couldn't string together anything. And by the time Jokic comes back with, with, with four minutes left, the Heat went from, at 9.24, they had 76 points. And by the time you got to the, to the four-minute mark when he gets back in, they had 87. Mm-hmm. They had 87. So they scored 11, and from there, Denver, it was a 10-point game. Yeah, so Denver scored, was it eight by the time he gets back in? Yeah. So... They they could not capitalize on that whatsoever, and I thought that was that was it. You got to give credit to Denver's defense, man. Yeah, because there are so many moments. I mean, we could talk about the missed shots by Bam, by Robinson, uh, anybody, anybody. But Denver really locked in, even when Jokic was out, and they were a stone wall. Trying, Miami couldn't do anything. Yeah, and. and Look, they, Miami only got ninety-five points tonight. I think this is probably this is we're going back to like some low-scoring games for Miami, just like they had during the Knicks series. But Denver is just showing that they can outclass man, and they're going with eight guys. Mm-hmm. You know, Miami's going with ten, ten deep. We're yeah. we're talking about the depth. We're talking. We're we're thinking that you know is Denver gonna get tired? Denver's just too talented, man. There's too talented. Too and look, we talked about Aaron Gordon being great in his role, but this was a guy who was asked to be a number one option on the Orlando Magic. And he showed that he, on some nights, can do it, right? When he was down yeah. in Orlando. Seeing this from Aaron Gordon, 27 points, is not surprising. And when you have a talent like that, it's just when is it, when will that talent come out? Yeah. Right. And to get that in a game four, now you're going back home, back to the mountains, back to, to the close mountain. it out. Woo! It's over. He uh, he he was outstanding, bro. Uh, nothing short of outstanding. And the chemistry between him, Jokic, Murray, it's so precise. I mean, did you see between game three and game four, bro? Some of the passes they throw him open. On certain things. He's a great cutter and they find him on those cuts. But some of the alleys that Jokic threw him, two of them in, in particular today. Yes. Yes. The one where Jokic spins off a smaller guy, has two coming at him, and gets it over the top to Murray for the dunk. And then the other one where this was a similar play that they ran in game one or two, where he finds Murray and Murray catches it with the behind the with the ball. In front of him and his back to the basket and lays it up and in. You talking about Gordon or, or Murray? Gordon, 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 Gordon. Yeah, yeah, Gordon. I meant Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gordon is just so athletic, man. Yeah. yeah. So athletic. Really good finisher. Yeah. Just so impressive, man. He. <laughs> I like watching him play, man. Yeah. I like, I like watch. I like, it's especially when in this role, excellent. Excellent. Think about it. He took 15 shots. Four of them were three. All that's really just cutting, getting to the mid, getting some mid-range jumpers, you know? Nothing too crazy. Yeah. Just playing a nice, nice, solid game. But Denver, man, this is too much talent. Too much talent. Too much talent for Miami, I think, to overcome. 
at this point. Yeah, I, I, they're just overwhelmed, man. They're, they're just overwhelmed. Um, Will Mike Malone lose his voice by the end of this? Will he even yeah, get his voice he's, back he's by done. next season? He's cooked. These are questions. He, he's absolutely spo- cooked, man. Is there anything Spolstra can do at this point? No. To, yeah. No. I, I don't think no. so either, man. No, if, if they can't hit their threes, they have no chance, bro. They're just not going to get enough offense because they can't get enough stops. You're not going to be able to stop this team. That's what we're seeing right now. This is That is the trend. You know, how they get their numbers from game to game might change. Like, it's hard to extrapolate because a player has a great game in one game that he'll have an even better game than next. It's kind of hard to, unless you're like Jokic. Mm-hmm. But um, they, 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 their size is too much for Miami, even though they, they finished on par with them in terms of the rebounding battle. They had, see, the boards tonight was more respectable. They lost by 25 in game three. Uh, they, they won by three tonight. Miami won by three tonight on the boards. Mm. And I thought they did a good job, especially early, uh, keeping Denver off of the boards. I thought that was a good job by Miami. Lowry was boxing out well. Um, you know, obviously Bam was getting his rebounds. I thought they did a good job of keeping Denver off the boards. But, you know, if you're not you're not going to shoot the ball, three ball well, they shoot 32% from three. And then 15 turnovers led to 17 Denver points. You got to play close to a perfect game against this Denver team to have a chance to win. Those two categories, you're not going to do it. You gave them 17 points off of turnovers. And you got outscored from three. It's just not going to happen, man. It's it's just too much, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. This is the NBA Report postgame live. Denver Nuggets pull to within one game of their NBA Finals hopes and dreams, man. CP the franchise here, Alex Rotaros, Tratacast on the ones and twos. Call us up. 657-383-1509 to give us your thoughts on the game. No, yo, uh, Seiko, we don't have a Discord set up yet, but that's on the way. So who else we got in here? We got uh, Dwayne Osodope, Gentleman Sweep, Michael Powell, Gentleman Sweep, Young Kobe, Gentleman Sweep, looks like it. KG, salute. Who else we got in here? John Talento always in here, man. John Talento. Elia. Shout out, shout out to Elia, man. Yeah, it's looking like a gentleman's sweep, man. So uh after game two, thought we would have a little bit more, a little, little competitive series here, Al. But uh I think the trend is uh Denver's just they're just too much. They have the talent edge, they have the size edge. Uh, I mean, that's it, man. It's looking that way. I'm looking to see what how the Heat shot every single series right now. Um, I just got to pull up the Bucks way better from than this. three because they I'm were sorry? they were they were forty percent from three in every series except the Knicks series. Yep, and I don't think they were obviously not this one. No, this series right now against Denver, they're shooting thirty six point six percent, which is not bad. Mm-hmm. You know, but they've just yeah, that's because in Game Two they shot damn near fifty. <laughs> I, I don't know what game one was, but game two was certainly inflated. Yeah, but hey, this is uh that three point that three point shot, man. They're just coming right back down to earth. Yeah, so, 
We'll see, though. There's one more game. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, but it's looking very, very uh, doom and gloom right now yeah. for the Miami Heat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that... Uh, you know, I, I thought I, I did like Caleb Barton's game tonight. He, I thought he was aggressive, stepping into his shots. He was attacking the basket, but just not, you know, the hero that he had been in previous series. But again, you, you know, you can't necessarily expect that from these guys. If 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 role players were consistent, they'd be stars, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, some guys are gonna have pedestrian games. Some guys will be okay, you know. Yeah, I mean, for Caleb Martin, it's just, it's just, I guess not weird, but it's crazy to think of how important he was in every single series, and now he's just been going back to a bench player, I guess, like mm-hmm. being a true, true bench player. Like he was averaging, we're talking about 20 points. We're talking about a guy who was being a key contributor on a nightly basis, hitting critical yeah. threes, getting a lot of points, a lot of good rebounds, playing – his defense is still there, but to see him just become irrelevant, essentially, like he had 11 points, he had moments in this game, but to me, you know, even though he closed out the game, he wasn't the guy that we were so cu- were accustomed to seeing every single series. Yeah, Like he always left an imprint in every single series, whether it was Boston, against New York, against the Bucks. That's who you expect something out of him. But now it's just solely being reliant on Jimmy and Bam to carry this team. I mean, you wasted a good Lauer game. I thought he was a really good facilitator today. Lauer, I thought Lauer was great. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the pick and roll, he was doing a great job. If you're not getting anything from anybody else at this point, it's all over. Yeah, those The, the, the three that we touched on, man, if they're not giving you anything, it's all over. I don't even know what Spo can do at this point. There's no one else that you can turn to. You're not going to Haslam. You're not going to Jovic. You're not going to. Uh, you're not going to Nikola Jovic. You don't, you don't believe in Nikola Jovic? Not yet. Oh man. <laughs> uh, you know you're oh, not man, going oh, to Yurt uh, uh, Steven yeah. yet. So, like, what are you doing at this point? You're using ten guys. If no one's contributing at this point. Yeah, you got no one else to rely on. It's true. True, true story, man. True story. Um, well, they got they got the Mike Malone press conference here. Let's hear what Mike Malone has to say here. Let's tap in a little bit. Spent much of this season having Jamal kind of, you know. Oh, I lost. I lost Mike Malone. What happened to my Mike Malone joint? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. So to everybody in the chat once again, that thumbs up button for you boys. See you on Mike Mullins. What happened to Michael? Michael Aaron in that second quarter. It seemed like your offense was a little stuck in the mud, and Aaron scored, I think, 15 of his in the second quarter. How important was that stretch in the second quarter and, and then just his, his impact overall with six assists as well? Yeah, I mean, to your point, I mean, 27 points, six rebounds, six assists, making threes, getting to the foul line. All right. For whatever reason, I cut off. But basically, he was talking about Aaron Gordon and um, 15 points of Gordon in, in, that, in the second quarter. That was huge, man. That that was Massive. incredible. Twenty-seven points for Gordon, seven rebounds, six assists. Just uh, just lights out, you know. Gritty. Took advantage where when it was there, and especially when Jokic went out, 
I, I just thought, you know, he, he did his best to uh, in those non-Jokic minutes, right? Like that that we talked about in the preview show. How would Denver respond? How would the Heat respond? And Heat were never able to take advantage, whether it was in the second quarter or the fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was it was the Aaron Gordon show, man. He he dominated his matchups. So, just just a, just a great job by Aaron Gordon. And then Bruce Brown with eight points in the final two minutes going ballistic. Those are critical eight points. Critical. 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 Yeah, man. Absolutely critical. So, yeah, that uh, I I think that's going to wrap up the Miami Heat, man. Denver headed back to the Mile High City to uh, to hoist up the O'Brien Trophy. I think they're going to get it done on Monday, man. Uh, I think it's over with. What would Miami have to do at this point? Like, is it just playing a is it just playing a perfect game? You're getting all contributions from Struz. Perfect game. Vincent, Martin. Uh yeah. limit the turnovers because they had fifteen tonight. Or is it just we gotta rely on Jimmy Butler to go out there and get us fifty? Because we haven't even seen that. Yeah. You know, he did that against the Bucks. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think he has Butler. it in him, man. I don't think he has it in him. You think Butler's tired? Yeah. Yeah, I I think he's I think he's out of steam. It's weird, man. It's yeah, because like everyone, it's just weird just to hear the playoff Jimmy thing, and you know when I think of someone being called like even when Paul George calls him so uh, playoff P right, mm-hmm. like I'm thinking that you can go ballistic at any moment like when your team needs you, done, you got it. I, I think I Jimmy. think he can. He's just. He he's too passive. Like I get the whole trust your guys, but you can't go down in a gentleman sweep just playing team ball. Like you, you have to be that guy. You got two days to rest between now and game five. You get you gotta get something out of this, man. You, you know what I mean? Being too passive, you don't just think that. I don't. I I just. I felt like second half. It just it just wasn't there for him. I thought they had a spark for a second in the second half. Third quarter, I thought they were decisive in saying, you know what, especially when Lauer was out there, we're going to attack the rim, try to draw contact, and finish our layups. And then, you know, Miami's offense has been very interesting where they just kind of float, you know, where they're in and out, where they can be decisive, they want to attack, and then, you know, they're just floating around and no one knows what they want to do. And it's just that, it's what I just like to see is like passing the ball uh, around the perimeter, like going left to right instead of just being decisive and attacking the lane. And you see, you see that they can get some layups, some dunks, like someone's cutting baseline once in a while, but they're just, Miami's just so in and out of like their offense, man. There are moments where you see bam, get a dunk and you're like, Oh, Miami's offense is clicking right now. Then it goes back to, yeah, we'll settle for this. We'll settle for uh, you know, eighteen foot jumper. It's right. okay. Yeah, it's um <clears throat> it can be inconsistent with them. And again, the the at nine twenty four, you had a great chance with Nikola Jokic on the bench, and you did nothing with it. You did nothing with it. That was it, bro. KG seven four says Butler is pulling his Julius Randall card right now. 
I mean, no, no, he's not pulling his Julius Randle card. He's 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 delivered. He's produced every game. He has. He just hasn't been good enough. You know. Um. Here is let's hear what Jamal Murray had to say about tonight's win. Here's Jamal Murray. Here you go. Yeah. Um. Tonight, I just felt like they were blitzing every pick and roll, just basically trying to live in my shot attempts. Um. And I just wasn't fighting it. You know. We got a we got a squad. We got a, guy, a lot of guys that can come and impact the game. A lot of guys playing with confidence. So I'm not going to fight it. Uh, make it an easy pass, and that's why I got four other guys out there. And you know, my guys did a great job. Jeff hit a big three. Uh, AGU hit a was doing his thing all night. Um, Bruce was hooping. You know, so we got a lot of guys that can come in game and hoop. We, you don't have to fight it. I'm not on a team where I got to force it or hold the ball too long. So. Um, I'm, I'm gladly giving up, and uh, we're winning games. Mm. Said not fight it, man. And and that was the Heat's adjustment, right? Jamal Crawford came on the show today and said, uh, that's the head of the snake. And Steve Kerr said the same thing. And I, and I kind of get it because you, you, can't, you can't stop Jokic. You can't stop him, you know. And a lot of times, he's not going to be looking to score as much. So you got to shut down the guy that's going to be trying to get buckets. And I thought they did a good job of it in terms of limiting yeah. him as a shooter. But he was even better by being patient, making the proper reads, and came out of this with 12 assists, zero turnovers, and four straight games of 10-plus dimes. First player in NBA history, I believe. I think he set that record tonight. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. In four straight final games with 10 or more assists. Yeah. So that's just how much of a playmaker he's been. And look, Gabe Vincent did a uh, did a good job defending Jamal Murray today. Yeah. Even the rest of the Miami Heat. When Murray was looking to attack, they switched. They flashed. They switched. They were making sure that he didn't get a clear lane to drive into the paint because that's what he likes to do to make the defense collapse. But if you're if if he's if he's gonna be able to just pull the ball back out and then find his open teammate, you're, you're not stopping this guy. Yeah, you're not stopping this team. It's they're too well of an oiled machine at this point offensively. Too good. You know, even if you're getting if you're getting Denver to play isolation basketball for for good stretches of this game and you're not stopping them, that's tough, man. Yeah, it's t- it's tough to walk home, man. You know, I just want to go back to what Caleb Martin did uh, throughout the series, uh, the previous series. You know, he was shooting 60% against against Milwaukee. He shot 63% from the field, 44% from three, averaging 11 points. Okay? Mm -hmm. Against the line uh, about two and a half times. Against the Knicks, he was was scoring 10.5 points, averaging 10.5 points, Shooting thirty five point seven percent, so he's shooting league average forty five point eight from the uh, from uh, the field, thirty seven point five from three. Still averaging about two attempts per game against Boston. This is where he had his uh, coming out party. Yeah, averaging nineteen point three points, shooting sixty percent from the field, forty nine percent from downtown. Mm. Now you get to to this match. Now you get to the Nuggets. He's shooting 35.5% from the field, shooting 45% from downtown uh, on low volume, 2.8 attempts, but he's only averaging 6.8 points. Hasn't gotten to the free throw line at all this series. Yeah, well, yeah. 
different different matchup, you know, different defense, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yo, man, people in the chat say you look like Jamal Murray, bro. Is that true? I look like Jamal Murray. <laughs> <laughs> You just asked me that question? <laughs> yo, yo, I, 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 there's like, you know, I still got the press conference thing up here. And then I got your camera on the other side. You guys look like brothers. Mm. Between him and Clay Thompson, I should be making a lot of money. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> oh, man, I look like funny. everybody, man, yeah, apparently. That's right. That's right. That's right, man. Salute to everybody in the chat, man. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. Friday night, we're having a good time. Having a good time. Salute to FG in the chat. KG74, let's go. Edwin P. Salute, man. Salute. TM cracking up, yeah. Oh, man. Um, What else? Yeah. Murray, brilliant. Uh, You talked about Caleb Martin. Like I said, I just don't don't think uh, the, the Heat, they've run out of options. And they're gassed at this point. Now, as you said, things can change. You know, maybe they hit their threes in game five. But I, I think, you know, Denver's going to have so much momentum and and be so juiced in game five. Could also be a blowout. Could be a classic Denver home game blowout. You think so? Could be, man. See, I don't, I don't see. I don't think that's going to happen just because Michael Porter Jr. has not played well at all. And you got great mm-hmm. performances out of Gordon tonight, as well as Bruce Brown. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't see a blowout. I think it's going. I think it will be what what we saw tonight, where they win by like five, mm. or, eight, or like five to ten points. That that's what I'm expecting. They won by thirteen. They won thirteen tonight. Yeah, <laughs> they won fifteen the other night, man. If these guys, I mean, two games off. Okay, we'll give them a layover. Maybe they, you know, go to a dispensary or saying, something, okay. and, and you know, take the I'm edge just off. Saying, they got some spectacular performances that we have not been rep- replicated from top outside of facilitating mm. scoring wise. I don't know, man. It's just kind of hard for me to see that. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think, um, I think this one could be, I think this could be it. I, I think they could, they could really uh, take this one going away. Uh, this is uh, some more Jamal Murray press conference. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to you, bro. Here, here he is. We're just ready to win the championship. Um, we have the tools to do it. We've been it's been on our minds for a while, so um, we're just locked in. I don't think it's I don't think you got to overthink it. We're just dialed in, ready to win. Locked in, then. That's the leader right there. He's locked in. He's confident. He's focused. Zero turnovers. Floor general. You see, he went into floor general mode tonight for you guys. Put some. You gotta put some respect on his name in this run, man. They're having a great run. Dynamic duo. A lot of people comparing them now to uh, Shaq and Kobe as far as a duo, not not individual players, um, but as far as a duo, you know, Duncan and Parker. I think this could be better if they have some longevity because because they're they're more explosive offensively. Yeah, I mean, Jokic is doing things that we haven't seen ever. Mm-hmm. And then Murray is just a really good dynamic point guard. Yeah, he like from scoring, facilitating. I would have loved to have seen this team play the Spurs, man. Like peak Spurs. Yeah, oh three, oh three, oh four Spurs, oh four Spurs. Yeah, 03, 
0304 Spurs or even, you know, the even the was it 13 14 Spurs? That would have been a good matchup too. Oh, with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Mm, that yeah, that would be. That would be, man. Yeah. yeah that would be ba- that would be basketball guys. Nirvana right there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. Uh, yeah. You know, look, uh, um it's their time. It's their time. They they made it through. They made it through. The, once they made it through the West, they had it. They got through LeBron. They got through uh, Katie and the Suns. Eh, was I mean you know I mean Katie and Booker certainly uh, provided a tough challenge as offensive. Uh, that was probably the best two offensive weapons that they played against. And then uh, you know Timberwolves were nothing. So, this was their year. This was their year. Takes, takes time, man. Yeah. Takes time. Had to wait for Jamal Murray to heal up from tearing his ACL. Mm-hmm. But now they're they're back to performing. I just wonder would this have would this, would they have gotten to the finals even sooner if Murray doesn't tear his ACL two seasons ago? Because he would the Nuggets team was on a tear in the bubble. Yeah. And they were playing really well the following season. If you if Jamal Murray doesn't tear his ACL, do we still do we see this team get to the promised land sooner? Or Could. do we still have to wait for Aaron Gordon, KCP, Michael Porter Jr.? I gotta go back and look at their supporting cast, but that's a good point. I think this is their most this is the most complete team that they've had by far. And the Gordon acquisition was good and he and he and you know he did they did get him last year. They lost to Golden State in the first round. Um, You had, even though he didn't have a good finals, I think Porter Jr., this is probably his best season, right? His most complete season as a shooter. And the KCP pickup was big. They got rid of Will Barton, a more offensive-oriented player. They got rid of him, brought in a KCP who's more 3 and D. They mm-hmm. bring in Jeff Green. They Bruce. I thought the Bruce Brown pickup was big. I couldn't believe the Nets let let him walk. That was crazy, insane. I thought the Bruce Brown pickup was was a big pickup for them. And uh, you know, the, even even like the minor moves, like they sent Bones Highland packing for nothing. They sent the packing. They're like, ah, yeah, we're good here, bro. <laughs> they really like, and people re- like Bone Hi- Bones Highland too. Yeah. People thought he was going to be something. Yeah, well, you know, people, you know, people like the, the like the hoopers. He's a hooper, no doubt about it. He's a hooper, but he needs more, you know, more discipline, more structure. Um, so yeah, they they were even like, you know what, Bones Highland, to have a good one. See you later. So there you go, man. Yeah, let's see. KCP plus Bruce Brown, and they sent out Monte Morris, who was a good backup defender. Point yep. guard, Will Barton, and six million in cap space. Yep. They turn Will Barton, Monte Mars, and six million in cap space and KCP and Bruce Brown. You know. Just guys, just guys who could do more. You know what I mean? Just guys who could do more. They could defend. They have the length. They have the wingspan. They could shoot the three. They can pass. Especially Brown, mm-hmm. I look at him as like a Swiss Army knife type type of guy, and I liked Will Barton. You know, I, I, I at first the KCP one, I was like, ah, oh, you know, 
they're taking away a little bit of offense here with, with Will Barton, who, you know, is a bucket off the bench and a versatile guy. But in KCP, that was a better move. Yeah. That was a better move because it improved their wing defense. For sure. And you got to think, let's see. So when they were in the bubble, it was that team was Jokic, Murray. Let's take a look. Uh, I'm sorry? No, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. They had Jokic, Murray. It was Mason Plumley. Yeah. You had um, Jeremy Grant. You had Gary yeah, Harris, Monte yeah. Morris. Uh that, that was a good was squad. A good that was, was a good team. squad that was competing. Yeah. They lost Jeremy Grant, which I thought was huge for them because of that was a his big versatility. Loss. Yep. That was a big loss for them. And in return, losing Jeremy Grant opened up the opportunity by trading Gary Harris, trading RJ Hampton to get Aaron Gordon, right? You Because you lose Grant, who could play three, four. He's a versatile He's a versatile player who could yeah. be a, as a forward. You replace that with Aaron Gordon via trade. And then losing. Um, oh, they had they had Malik Beasley too. Yeah, and Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, no, that was a stack. That was a stacked team. Wow, they did have Jared Vanderbilt. Forgot about they that. They had a stacked team, man. Yeah, they had a stacked team. Um, and they were somehow able to reshuffle the deck after being close to contract hell. Yeah, it's a good job this by them, impressive. man. Good job by Calvin Booth. Good job by Calvin Booth, man. One more win, and uh, they're in. Win, and they're in, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy, CP and Alex, on the ones and twos, the NBA report. Nuggets with a 108-95 to win over the Miami Heat. Here is uh, here's what Aaron Gordon had to say on the post game, bro. Let's hear from Aaron Gordon. Here's what he had to say. Aaron, on a night when you guys needed somebody else, what does it mean to you that that, that guy was you? I mean, that's just how, how this team is built. You know, we have guys that can step up night in and night out. And, um, you know, sometimes it's it's not going to be your night, uh, and sometimes it is going to be your night. And this team does a good job finding the people that are, are kind of in a rhythm or, and kind of going. Um, uh, when it comes down to it, you know, it's just a uh, – it's just wanting to be great for my teammates, you know, knowing my teammates need me um, and just doing it for my brothers. Aaron. All right. That was uh, Aaron Gordon. Sacrifice, man. Sacrifice. Those are number four pick. A lot of expectations coming out of that draft. You know, floundered in Orlando, Loserville. And... Um, you know, stuck with it, man. Stuck with it. They talked about uh, last year. They I forgot which article I read, and they, they were interviewing his family. I think it was an article that Mark Spears might have written for Anscape. And uh, they interviewed Aaron Gordon's sister and brother. They talked about how disappointed he was to lose to the Warriors last year. He didn't feel like he did enough. And they just said um, he was relentless. He was relentless in his work ethic, his off-season workouts, he was working with different NBA players from, uh, the, I think they mentioned like Kawhi Leonard, um, a couple other players he was out there working out with and just just really went hard. They just said he, he just went hard, almost maniacal in his, uh, in his preparation coming into this season. And it's paying off, man, because 
know, this is, I always say it's an endurance test. And to see him playing, you know, this is game, what? How many games they played in the playoffs? How many games he played in the playoffs? You know, after 82-game season. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to come in and be fresh and and mentally, physically, and deliver like that for your team, that's big. You you can't, can't be understated, man. He just played so far in looking at basketball reference right now. Uh, I don't think they've updated yet. So he's played in, it's either 18 or 19 postseason games. There you go. 18, 19 postseason games. And he's played in, trying to get this thing to refresh to see what the regulars, he played in 68 regular season games. Mm. There you go. There you go. Another stat here from Mark Spears, Al. He says, if this was Denver's last road game, they went 4-0 on the road between the conference finals and the NBA finals. There have wow. been three teams in NBA history to go unbeaten in both the conference division finals and the NBA finals. The 2001 Lakers, who some consider one of the best teams of all time. 95 Rockets. That was Elijah on Drexler that beat the Orlando team. And the 91 Bulls. 91 Bulls who won their first championship beating the Lakers. It's good company, man. Mm-hmm. It's a very good company. Could be the start of something if they stay healthy, for real. Could Damn, be. This team is dangerous. Very Denver's dangerous. Denver, very, very dangerous. in my opinion, has that. They have that potential to be like a team that could just continuously make the finals, man. They could yeah. be the next. They could be the next team. They could be the next team. They could be like the next Warriors that, that wins, you know couple rings and you're like wow we're watching greatness right here just from that that dynamic duo with uh with murray and Jokic. and if you can keep aaron gordon on that team too mpj's got to show up he's got he's got to show up he's got to show up but if you can keep gordon and just figure out how to if, if mpj does play better at some point that's a squad yeah that's a legitimate squad no question about it man you know mpj I, I liked his approach today. He did pass up a ton of threes to try to be aggressive and take it inside. He missed a lot of bunnies. Um, he's playing you know, scared, man. He, he needed to be better. I get it. He, he definitely needed to be better. He's playing scared, CP. He's playing, or not scared, but playing nervous. He thought so you today? He thought I thought so he today. was, man. I thought he tried to so- switch it up. I thought he tried to switch it up. I don't, he he could have still been a little bit nervous but i still felt like he he still made an attempt to try to get out of the slump you know what i mean yeah he tried but yeah. it still seems like every shot that he took it just felt like because they were short most of them were short there wasn't like a lot of short a lot of them were short yeah and it just feels like points. he was he was too tense just trying to take some shots today and yeah i don't i think maybe the pressure of him having to be He's considered one of the big four for that team, right? Yeah, that's it. it. He's so, three. He, he's three. <laughs> yeah, he he's three, man. So, so you got to um, you got to think the pressure is on him where he's he's on the biggest stage, the spotlight is bright, and these games are they're rough, man. Yeah, they're rough to watch. Rough, rough, man. Here is uh, Jimmy Butler. Let's see. Let's hear from the Butler. Here's what he had to say about uh, tonight's loss and how they recover for game five. Here we go. Um, no doubt. Um, we don't have any of that. We don't have no quit. We're going to continually fight, 
starting tomorrow to get better. And then we're going to go into Monday and, and do what we said we were going to do this entire time and win. We have to. Um, we have no other choice. Otherwise, we did all this for no reason. So the guys know, we know, um, we got something to do. You believe him? In what? <laughs> <laughs> he said they got to regroup. Well, what what do you what do you say? Uh, what do you say after uh, what was it, what was the series? He said we got to go drink some beers on the plane and bounce back. Was that the Celtics series? I think that was the Celtics series. Celtics. I don't know. I look, man. I mean, he's going to say all the right things. What do you yeah. want him to say? Yeah. Like, no, no believe, he said the like, right thing. Yeah, he said the right thing. Look, he, yeah. we're going to go back, regroup, try to win this game. Yeah. I, I that's why I ask. I they're going to regroup. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, I believe they're going to do everything else. Are they going to win? I do not have the confidence that they're going to win. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, you just you got 15 and 12 from Murray. If you can't take advantage of that. Yeah, 15 and 12 from Murray, and they still they still lost by 13. Look, we talked about the game where Murray had 10 assists and 18 points. They're like, Murray needs to do more. Murray needs to do more. Yeah. At this point, it's tough. Yeah, man. <laughs> At this point, it's a tough look. I'm telling you. Uh, and it's almost like, you know, I think I think Bam had, had a great series, man. But um, I feel like he he's almost going to suffer the same fate as AD did going up against Jokic in the conference finals, where individually... You're all these good. Kentucky bigs getting worked. <laughs> getting worked, right? And it's like individually, you're good, and you did well for your team, but the guy you're guarding was just so dominant like that it just almost swallows it up. I mean, look at these numbers. Game one, 23 points, 13 rebounds, five assists. Game two, 21 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Game three, 22 points, 17 rebounds. I mean, they, they he had 17 rebounds. They still got out-rebounded by 25 in game three. Mm-hmm. Game four, 20 points, 11 rebounds. And it's, it's still not good enough, man. You know, this, I, you know I, I give him credit because I think this was the type of effort and performance that you wanted to see from him. This was almost like bubble bam levels who mm-hmm. averaged a double-double in that run. Just not good enough, man. Just, just not good enough. It's not enough for 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 this. There's just some players that you need everybody else to rise the level, and that's what I'm saying. Like if you're not going to get out Martin, Struess, Vincent, it's I would never I won't say it's all for naught, but yeah. this is it's just tough, man. Because what else is Bam supposed to do? You're talking about a two time MVP. There, he's considered an MVP for a reason. You don't stop MVPs. Yeah. Right, you don't go out there and be like, all right, we're gonna stop LeBron James today. All right, we're gonna stop Giannis Antetokounmpo today. Like, no one goes out there and says that. Yeah, you know, you try to contain them, and I think Bam's done a decent job in matching Jokic's energy. I don't know. I wouldn't say he's contained him, but he's done a good job matching it. Yeah. My question for you is: Do you think Miami should move Bam to the four and go get a center that can match the height? Because that's been a conversation this entire 
playoffs uh, during the regular season because mm. Bam was dealing with an injury. It looked like Miami was just gassed towards the end of the regular season, heading into the play-in. Do you think Miami needs to go find a true center because Bam is, I believe, 6'9", maybe 6'10"? Yeah. So do you do you go looking for a seven footer and move Bam over to the four, or do you just stay with what you got and figure out if you can add more shooters and playmakers? That that's tough, man, because it's like his role, I think, allows them to operate as they do offensively. You know, opening up the driving lanes for so many people, um, spacing the floor, being a competent mid range shooter. You know, I think that that all flows into their offense and what really got them here. They they were able to withstand that. They just got to a point where they came up against a bigger team, you know, um, mm-hmm. and size wins. I still do believe in size. Like, I don't I don't I'm not I'm not a big small ball guy, but for Miami, it, it works. Mm-hmm. It's just that when you're not shooting the ball well. You need a, you need chances to keep yourself in the game, and that's when the lack of size and the lack of rebounding, and I also think Denver's size it wears you down. Between Gordon and Jokic, you know well, this is what I'm saying, man. You, is when, that when those guys are wearing you down on, on when they're on offense, that impacts your offense as well. That's what I'm. That's why I'm asking the question because. I like small ball and spurts. I wouldn't. Yeah. You're not. That's not something you go to throughout an 82 game regular season. It's not something you run out there for 30 plus minutes. Miami can do it because they have the guys as you noted to make it work. Mm. But when you then reach someone like Jokic, or even if you don't play Jokic, you're playing Anthony Davis. You know, guy six ten, six eleven. Like that's a center. <laughs> like yeah. and, and Anthony Davis can stretch the floor. He can do similar things to what Jokic does, excluding the the elite playmaking. But at some point, like you have to match. I just haven't seen anyone where you you have a small center and they win a title recently, right? Look, you have you had uh was it Kevon Looney for the Warriors yeah. going against Robert Williams. Before that, you had Mark Gasol right for the Toronto Raptors when they mm-hmm. played the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. You think about when it was the Cavs and the Warriors, it was Tristan Thompson, mm-hmm. right? Even they had JaVale McGee come in for some minutes, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you think about those teams or no, I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the Warriors. Warriors with JaVale McGee. Um but even still you had Tristan Thompson who's a center. Yeah. Like I'm just looking at what we've seen over the past couple of years, you need I feel like you just need a guy You who, do need size. Is, is could be a rim protector, yeah, who could yeah. be a deterrent, yeah. And as good as Bam is defensively, I just wonder if you're Miami, you just go in a different direction. You try to at, put him to the floor, you ask him to, uh, you know, expand his game, expand his range, maybe add a three point shot, and do you do something from there? It's fair, it's certainly fair. They would need somebody who complimented him in a similar way. Like in the way that like Boogie Cousins and AD would, could could play together, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's got to be that. Like it can't be like Javale McGee was on Cleveland Cavaliers. I wasn't going crazy. Look at that, Javale McGee. Yeah, he was. He was. I oh, think it's not, got, during, not during the championship. Okay. I think not it's got to be some somebody of like that caliber. But it's 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 that's a tough. Um, 
it's tough. They definitely do need to add some size, right? Like, you know, Cody Zeller. I mean, it's Cody Zeller, you know. <laughs> it's not going to get it done for you. It's not enough, though. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to get it done for you, man. Maybe they bring back Josh McRoberts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Maybe they should have gone out and gotten Tristan Thompson. Yeah, maybe maybe they call uh you know maybe maybe they call up Josh McRoberts, see what the hell he's doing. I don't know, man. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up on free boys. 108 to 95. The heat looking like it's over with. Let's hear from Mike Malone, see what he's got to say about this thing. You talked before the game that tonight was must win. Now with the opportunity to close it out, what's the message going to be to the guys over the next couple of days? Yeah, just understand that we haven't done anything. You know, I, I told our guys, the first thing I said, we're not celebrating. It's a good win. We've done our job, but we're not celebrating like we've done anything yet. Uh, we know we're going to have to go home and uh, turn off the, the, the TV, the radio, don't read the papers, don't listen to everybody telling you how great you are because we haven't done a damn thing yet. We have to win another game to be world champions. And we're going to do that by simply taking it one quarter at a time and uh, we stay true to our identity. We'll give ourselves a great chance to do that. Oh, that's Coach Mike Malone. Said, don't read the papers, Al. He's, you can tell he's old. These guys ain't read. <laughs> don't read the papers. These guys ain't read newspapers. Well, Coach no didn't more. say anything about podcasts going on Twitter. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't say nothing. He didn't say TikTok, you know? He didn't, tell, he didn't tell his guys lay off the TikToks and then Rick Rocks or whatever it's called. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, no, look, a good job by him. Um, just trying to keep his guys focused. He's very intense, Mike Below, man. He's he's very locked in. He's dialed in. Very intense. And they, they rally behind him. His, his two stars rally behind him, and they go out and execute. So I have to think they get the job done on Monday. But we'll see, man. We shall absolutely see. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. The NBA report live and direct, man. CP the franchise, Alex Rotaros, Stratocaster in the building. Denver wins 108 to 95. I'm trying to find a Jokic interview that we can play before we wrap here. Salute to salute to TM. JJ says people still buy papers. Well, you know what I what I used to do? I actually do have a paper right here. My old ass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here it is. There here you go. Is. Oh, let's see. What do we got here? This is the uh, Sunday, February 19th edition of Newsday Sports. You have uh, Aaron Judge, the Yankee captain here. Yep, that's okay. it. And uh, just a couple pages into this. Hang on, let me see here. I'm not one of those that licks their fingers to turn the newspaper pages. You ever see people that do that? Yeah, dirty. my pops used to do that. Oh, man, that newspaper's so dirty, man. I, I can't do it. But, um, yeah, in this thing, I, I found it interesting. Where is it? So you got Aaron Judge in here. And uh, hang on. I'll be right with you. So tell everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We're just watching CP go through the newspaper <laughs> like an old man. He, he didn't get his glasses yet. <laughs> no, I did not get my glasses, man. Man's about oh, to go get go. his robe and slippers. Here go, we go get a... We we got uh Jer Jericho Sims. All right, we got Jericho Sims here on uh, page sixty three. Oh, we got Kyrie Irving here on page sixty two. Oh, wait a minute, hang on, hang on. 
Here it is. Here it is. Right here. CP. Franchise. Right here. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Newsday. Yeah. I was I was supposed to do something with this. I was either going to frame it or... Because um, what I used to do back in the day... But this is before your time, Al. I used to... Um, when we used to win championships... I used to get the newspaper and save the back pages. You see, you know how I always do like the back pages thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That about was it. like, you know, from from a childhood thing, but I've I've converted it to the digital age now. But You um, act like I don't like I've never read a newspaper in my life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You, you know, I don't know what you, look, you what you what you used to doing, man, as a look, kid. I don't know. Look, look, I yeah. used to read the Daily News. Okay. And but when I was I used to read the Daily News religiously. Go straight to the back pages. Read all the yeah. sports sections. There's a certain Jets beat reporter that is not with the Daily News anymore. And thank God for that. <laughs> what happened to that guy? What happened to him? There's a long story. You guys he, hated he was, him, man. He, oh man, he he was terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. I will not. I will not say names. Yeah, but uh, allegedly, he was following the GM around and saw his son was like stalking him and his son trying to get so it, it was I, I don't have the story straight it yeah. was just crazy stuff that twitter like unveiled i'm like what is happening here yeah that'll, that'll get and you because of that fast. they took away his uh you know his credentials so mm. but yeah i had to read that guy uh trashing my team every single day and i'm like what is what is this so wow. I, I understand about reading the newspaper uh and here is so to everybody in the chat once again uh, D Val says, I can't believe CPS has a newspaper. Salute. Just add Sasson. Salute. Salute. TM says, frame it. Yeah, I'm, I got to find a proper frame. Where do you get newspaper frames? I got to find a proper one. But I got a whole, like, I call it my time capsule, man. It's an old Nike shoebox with just, like, old, like, Giants championship back pages, Yankees championship back pages. I got um, when Jordan retired in 93. I got a Newsday from that one. Might be worth something, man. I don't know. And I got when the when they had the uh, the '98 All Star game. I had the back page for that one. I was hyped for that one. That that MSG one. That was definitely hyped. I went to that game. It was a good one. All right. So here's here's Jokic. Here's Jokic. Here we go. In the Athletic, Nikola, you're one win away from from that NBA title. What what are your emotions right now? I mean, it's it's still one win. You know, we need to win one more. Uh, we didn't. I like that we didn't relax. Uh, we didn't get uh, comfortable. We are still desperate. We still want it, and that's that's what uh, makes me happy. You know, that the guys didn't uh, didn't uh, relax. Yeah, he's right. And they also didn't fold when he when they took him out the game with nine twenty four. That that was a lot of time, bro. I, I looked at that. Well, he picked up his fourth, and on basically the next possession, picked up his fifth. 9.24 left. I thought, whoa, Miami's going to come back into this. Momentum was starting to, you could hear it. The crowd was into it. And give credit, man, Denver really held it down. Between Jeff Green, Jeff Green hit a big corner three. Uh, Gordon, Murray switching, switching addition. Uh, Bruce Brown, like we said, eight, eight points in the final two minutes. Give credit, man. The supporting cast really picked it up when Jokic was on the bench and won the game. He, he leaves the game. It's a 10-point lead. He comes back in the game with four minutes left, and it's a nine-point game. Five minutes that he could not do anything. 
Yeah, Jokic's play held it down. Their shirt ain't holding it down, though. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like he's going to Cancun. Let's go with that. <laughs> he's in Miami, though, man. Who knows? He might, be, he might go to live tonight. Who knows? They got two games off, two days off. Go to Club Liver and go to live before you go back home. His brothers, his brothers will do that and and, and tell him the story. His brothers are going go to go get the tonight. bottle service. That's right. <laughs> yeah, his brothers are going to live tonight. Um, fifth foul. Fifth fifth foul was definitely a flop. Fifth foul. No, it was flop. it was, oh, it was grotesque that yeah, Foster yeah. even called that. Oh, that was that. What did the kids say? Nasty work. That was nasty work, man. That was nasty work. Nasty business. Yeah. Nasty work, man. But uh, good job by them, man. Good job by them. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Denver. Rolling. Um, Okay. Anyway, great show, man. Um, So what are we doing? We doing weekly Sunday? We going to do weekly Sunday? I guess so, because we got the game on Monday. Yeah. All right, so that's that's what we'll do. So we'll get into some more off-season stuff for next weekly. We got to do a top five uh, moments of the season as as we switch hats, man. But for the NBA report, man, we've been having some good shows, man. We had a good show today. Shout out to Jamal Crawford, JC. I, th- I threw the bat signal out there. I was like, JC, what's happening? We need the report from Miami. He's like, I got you, bro. Hit me last minute. Boom, made it happen. Came through for us, man. Nice interview with JC. Um, we talked a little NBA offseason as well. We mm-hmm. talked about the 2019 draft class. We had a great show, man. I like that episode a lot. We're gonna cut some stuff up on that, uh, and then and then we'll switch gears, man. We'll get back to next weekly. We'll talk a little Chris Paul. Whoa, saying Chris Paul has the Knicks on his short list. We got to talk about that on next weekly, man. So tap in with you guys on that one, and we'll be back on the NBA report on Monday, man. Can Denver close? Nick's Prime says KFTV is no more. Are you crazy? We'll be back on Sunday, man. It's happening next KFTV. weekly, man. Who said KFTV is no more? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. KFTV, we're heading into year number seven. No, I'm bugging. Year number six. There's just is... no Nick's stuff to talk about yet. Yeah. We're just doing weekly. Yeah. It's weekly for a reason. It's weekly for a reason. Come on. It's not, it's not Nick's every day. Yeah. <laughs> It's next weekly, man. You know, we got time. We got time. We got time, man. So, uh, so yeah. So we'll get a cracking on next weekly this this weekend on Sunday, and we'll be back for NBA report on Monday, man. Tell a friend and tell a friend, man. We're covering the NBA at large. We have a great guest, Jamal Crawford. We got Keith Smith coming on Wednesday. We're gonna talk a little cap. We'll talk about the salary cap ramifications. We'll talk free agency, some moves that'll be made. Uh, that's gonna be a big show. So we're going to have a lot of great guests on the NBA report. A lot of people who you've seen on Knicks Fan TV who cover the NBA at large and also new. You know, we're going to keep this thing rolling, man. So uh, number one show for the fans by the fans is expanding as Zab O in the chat says. TM says KFTV is an empire. It's not going anywhere. That is a fact, sir. Uh, JJ says KFTV will never die. Unlike the Mets. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Nick's Prime says, nah, just saying, thought the name changed. Nah, man, just a new channel, man. Just a new channel. Yeah, just a new channel, man. We're trying to, we're trying to make our way. We want to talk about the NBA. We love yeah. the Knicks, but we also love the NBA. Can't we, can't we talk about the NBA too? That's without, it. without losing the ROL for the Knicks? Yeah, there's no way, man. The KFTV will never die, man. But uh, yeah, 
for the NBA report. Uh, make sure you guys tap in on the podcast as well. This is available in audio podcast format, all the major platforms under the NBA report, or you could just hit the links in the video description down below. We got a ton of links down there. So make sure you tap in. Everybody enjoy your weekend. Have a healthy and safe weekend. I'll check you Sunday, man. NBA report. We out of here. Peace.